Ladies and gents, jazz up your New Year's Eve with the renowned Jeff Hamilton Organ Trio. Swing in the New Year at the Lincoln Theater with an unforgettable evening of soulful Hammond B3 organ sounds by Akiko, Saruga, and dynamic guitar work by Steve Kolbachek, led by renowned drummer Jeff Hamilton. This trio is a powerhouse of talent that will get you moving and grooving into 2024 with style. Join us December 29th at the Lincoln Theater. Visit jazzartsgroup.org for tickets and information. Peace, peace, everyone. This is your girl, Sequoia. You know, I am back again with another show. Oh, what it do, everyone. I hope everybody's doing well. Um, staying safe, staying positive, staying sucker free. Um, tonight, I'm going to talk about Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights. Now, I don't know if <laughs> anyone has... Uh, check the book out or not. Um, so I'm going to say spoiler, spoiler alert, just to let you know, because I'm going to probably uh, tell you a few things that's in the book, tell you about a few stories that I like. Um, I think Matthew did a great job with explaining his his story and teaching us a lesson at the same time, because the lessons he taught was based off of his own lessons, but also it helps others that are maybe going through the situation or maybe trying to figure out what are those green lights in, in their life. Like, basically, the book is about what habits worked in your life and what can you do to keep the red, the green light going to um, get more green lights. So basically. You have red lights, you have yellow lights, you have green lights. What is it that you're doing when you get the green lights? So what habits were you doing? What were you reading? What was you? What were you eating? Who were you around when things just kept going, right? And that was the point of his book. And it's very interesting because he starts off with his, his life and how he grew up, how his dad and his mom had a very strange relationship, it's a very strange marriage, um, you know, and it, to me, it could really, uh, I guess to say, cause a traumatic situation with certain people, but for him, he kind of learned from it. He took it as in like a lesson and he he learned from it and realized that that was the way his parents loved. It's not, it's not always the best way, but that's how they loved each other, you know, and I think that the book really, really gives you perspective on how you should look at things in your life. Like, we all look at things like, okay, well, you know, I should have done this, I should have done that. But what if everything is a flow, you know? Like, certain things happen easily because maybe they're supposed to happen easily. Happen easily. So I think what Matthew was trying to say was that all the things that he's went through in his life. First of all, he had a journal. So he had a journal. So he wrote out everything that was going on in his life. From the time his parents were fussing and he was talking about his little kid, like any quote or any type of like book he read that he admired, he would go on ahead and um, write it down in his journal. Like, okay, I'm gonna write this quote down because I love this quote. And he said when he was a young boy, he asked his mom, he said, mom, um, can I can I publish this quote even though it's not mine? And his mom said, 
yeah, F him, you know, basically F him, you know, I'm not going to cuss, but he said, she said, F him. Yeah. You, you wrote it. So it's yours now. And I thought that was hilarious. His mom was like a straight, no chaser, like real, you know, um, straight to the point woman. And I like that about his mother. Like she was just very like, okay, <laughs> you know, um, like kind of remind me of, uh, you know, the Gordon girls, the, I forgot her name, but the, the older mother, um, in the show, you know, where she just didn't have no chill. <laughs> I can't remember her name, but she was the smallest older lady on the show. But like, how was it? I was like, wow, I didn't know his story was like that. You know, you know, you look at these actors and actresses and you're like, wow, they live this great life. I wonder what their story is. And the way he explained the story was so down to earth. It was so realistic. It was so motivational I couldn't put the book down I mean I listened to the audiobook because I have audible shout out to audible hit me up <laughs> shameless plug but audible is amazing for me because someone like me that's on the go I can just listen to any book I want now do I prefer books that is read by the author heck yeah Matthew McConaughey read the book himself and I was and I love Matthew's voice he's very animated he's a fun dude so the book was amazing um you know and you know, starting from his family and jump into um, when he uh, did an exchange student program, he went and stayed in Australia and all the stuff he had to deal with in Australia with that family. That was a that was a crazy story. I mean, that family was just had some mental issues. And the fact that he made it through a year in that situation, I was like, I give this dude kudos because God dang, that family was giving him a lot of grief. Now, I think he said that he was there for six months and then he was able to go and switch to another family for the last six months. So he was able to get through six months, but he definitely stayed in Australia for that whole year. He just stayed with that crazy family for six months and then went to the um, was able to switch to another family six, uh, the last six months of his uh, stay. And I was just like, whoa, that's crazy. I was like, well, how many people can deal with something like that and just you know, can just bear with it. I mean, I was on a boat for like a month or two and I was like, I got to get the heck off this boat. There's some, some great stuff going on in the boat. It wasn't for me, but for him to, to duke it out and say, okay, I want to stay here. I want to prove I can do this. And, and I want to work on, um, I think he was saying he's practicing abstinence and all these things he was trying to do. It was almost like a spiritual journey for him as well to help him get some, rid of some of the things that he really shouldn't have been doing. Um, he also changed his diet around and everything during that year so it was like meant to be let's put this way and I think gave him more of an idea about what he wanted to do with his life and then you know after that him getting back to Texas going back home to Texas after that he had stories to tell and um, the exchange student that actually went to Texas from the Australian family had a good old great time like you know he was able to drink with his dad and have you know (laughs) you know have a good time so the exchange student that went to his house had a good old funky time he didn't really have a good time on his journey but he you know, at least the other student did, but, um, but yeah, I mean his, <laughs> and then like, I would say, cause I'm just jumping, I'm just jumping around. So it's just different, different, uh, little stories that stuck out to me. So the next part is like how he met his wife. I like how he described that because, you know, a lot of times, a lot of people are dating right now, trying to find the right person for them. And I think a lot of people have misconceptions about handsome or, or very attractive celebrities. Like they can just get anybody and granted they can, but what if you want someone that's right for your soul and your spirit and, um, as well as who you're attracted to, but somebody that's for your, that's, that's just on a deeper level. And I think that's what Matthew was looking for. And around the time he was, before he met his wife, he was just dating, trying to figure it out. And one thing he said is that, you know, he said that he told himself that he was going to 
it was going to just come to him. He said he wasn't going to look anymore. The right woman would just come to him. And he, and then long and behold, the white woman, the right woman came to him. So, cause he was at a bar, he said he was at a bar and he was at some type of, um, I guess a networking event or party. And, you know, his now wife walked in the room and, um, you know, she, he, she just stood out to him. I mean, she just was like a breath of fresh air to him. And, um, you know, I, I think I understand that feeling. Just some people, it can be love at first sight for some. And I think that it was like that for Matthew. And I thought that was amazing. And, you know, he goes into the story as to how he tried to get her. You know, he walked up to her and was speaking another, you know, trying to speak her language. He spoke her language a little bit. I think it was Spanish. She spoke Spanish. Um, and she he was speaking her language a little bit and stuff. And she liked it. So she laughed and stuff. So, you know, he got her with some humor and stuff like that. And it just so happened her truck had broke down because when he invited her to his house, whatever, she was like, no, I'm going to go home, whatever, blah, blah. But when her truck broke down or her car, well, actually her car didn't break down. Actually, it was um, her car got towed because she parked in the wrong area. So that's what happened. So her car got towed. So she so she ended up like, well, what do I do now? So he was just like, well, you might as well come over, have some drinks with me and my friends. So she ended up going to his house and they really had a good time. They did not sleep together the first night or anything like that, but they still had a connection. The next morning she was talking to his friends and stuff. And he was like, wow, she's getting along with my peoples. She's a good chick. Let me, let me get to know her even more. So like at that point, that's when they started like really dating and all that good stuff. And so that was a pretty good, um, I would say story because sometimes we feel like we have to look for that person, and especially being a man. Like, how do you sit back and let somebody come to you? Because as a man, you're the, you're supposed to be the quote unquote hunter. You're supposed to hunt for the lady. Um, but he was like, you know, putting my hands up, you know, maybe, you know, God has another, another plan for me. So that's what happened for him. And that's good. Um, and you know, and that, so that was a pretty interesting scenario. And even before that, he talked a lot about his acting career and about how like he wanted certain type of roles. And now he had to take a year off of Hollywood because a lot of roles that he was getting was just the charisma the charismatic dude the handsome playboy dude and he was like I want to play something serious you know I want to do something serious and um Hollywood was like what are you talking about you're Matthew playboy man what are you what are we doing here so he had to just basically blackball the industry and they kind of blackballed him too for a whole year and um eventually he was able to get back on the map he started getting calls and stuff for some more serious roles um I think Dallas Buyers Club was like his most serious role to me. Like he was able to play a man that had AIDS Mm -hmm. and that was (laughs) the way he played that role was nuts. And he had to lose all that weight. He said how he lost the weight. He was like, what did he say he did? He said, uh, I forgot his, what he had said. It was like two eggs in the morning and wine at night, (laughs) you know, wine for the rest of the night. I was like, what? So he had like a weird diet. Um, Oh yeah, he had fish. So he had fish for dinner. So two eggs in the morning, fish for dinner and wine and wine for the whole night. I was like, whoa, what? (laughs) That is hilarious. Cause some people say red wine helps you lose weight. I think it's red wine though. It's not, it's not white wine. Don't, don't quote me on that y'all. Cause I don't know. I didn't look it up, but um, certain wines do, they say help you lose weight. So he was doing that and he lost all that weight for Dallas Buyers Club. And, um, you know, a lot of people didn't want to do the film. He had to, you know, really put, you know, pitch it to a director and the director eventually bought into it. 
but I'm happy that he did because Dallas, Dallas Buyers Club is one of the best, one of the most popular popular movies he's done, and one of the best movies he's done in my book. Like one of the best. I really enjoyed that movie because it it really went into the story of this man, you know, that you know had AIDS and and how he maneuvered through his life and the medications that was out there for him and and how some of the medications were bad out there for him you know and how it, it just was deep it was down a big rabbit hole so I think that that's a good movie if you guys didn't see Dallas Buyers Club please check it out support it but he did win his I, I believe his first Oscar for that one and he is well deserved he really did good with that and um another movie he said he got to play that he really liked was um and this is he played that he played um a role right before Dallas Buyers Club and it was called um it was like, I think it was The Wolf of Wall Street with Leonardo DiCaprio. He played in that as like the the, the ruthless, you know, stock stockbroker dude at Wall Street, you know. And, you know, he was a coked out stockbroker cat. And um, he killed the role. Like, I felt like he really did a good job. Even though it was a small part, it was really good. It really showed him in a different light. So I give Matthew kudos for that. But the whole thing I got from Matthew's book, Green Lights, was... There's like a flow in the universe and a flow in life. And if you follow that flow, everything works out. And one thing Matthew was mentioning a lot was his his spiritual dreams and stuff. He had a lot of dreams and he didn't ignore those dreams. He went out and tried to figure out what those dreams meant. Rather, it's because he even went to Africa to <laughs> stay in huts to discover his dream and learned a lot from the village and the African huts, you know, and so sometimes it's like it's okay to just say you know what let me go out here and 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 figure out my dreams get closer to God you know and I think that that's what he was doing he got closer to God during those times you know he didn't ignore what those dreams were or his intuition so I think what I got from it is following intuition and and then you'll get more green lights and not so many red lights you'll get green lights you know there'll be a flow you know what I mean because our thoughts become reality, and that's a fact. And I, I keep, I, I don't say that a lot on here, but it does. Your, your thoughts become reality, and there's signs in life. If you can't see the signs, then that's on you, or you know. But there's signs in the world. Everything that you need to do is in your face. It's tough out here in the world. Don't get me wrong. It's not perfect every day, but if you can sit back and tap in, you can see those those signs, those flows. So I think for Matthew McConaughey's book, he he pretty much gave us that. He gave us that roadmap to figuring out what is your into like how to follow your intuition and what are the flows in life you know what I mean and that's what I learned from that like what green lights and when you do get a green light noticing them <laughs> you know I think sometimes people feel like oh I didn't get this particular green light it's not a green light no little green lights are green lights anything could be a green light rather it's um something small or something big acknowledge those green lights because then you'll get more it's habits and creating that habit how did you get that first green light and keep doing it and keep going and stay true to yourself because most people wouldn't have done what Matthew did and say hey I'm not gonna do any more roles until I get a role that means something to me most people wouldn't do it but he did it so it's okay to stand your ground and be confident and know that it's gonna work out even if it seems scary and it seems like it won't it's gonna everything always is gonna work out if you believe in yourself and that's what I mean you got to believe in yourself so I just want to tell people that and that um to check out his book please check out Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey you know and support this book because it was amazing it was so raw it was so real it was so true and um I thoroughly enjoyed the book so 
that's my review on Matthew McConaughey's book, Green Lights. Uh, remember to check me out at sequoiablue.com. If you like news, the latest news, check out newsorific.com. And everybody just stay strong. Uh, subscribe if you like what I'm doing. Uh, please share to your audience. Please spread the word. And I want to say thanks, everyone. Peace out. Hey, guess what? It's not as hard to start a fitness or weight loss program as you think. And I'm going to give you $100 in free home gym equipment to prove it. I'm Carl, the co-founder of Body. That's Body with an I. The health and fitness app with thousands of five-star reviews because our people get results. And I guarantee you'll lose five to 10 pounds in your first month or you don't pay. Just sign up for a Body Annual Membership during our New Year's Kickstart event in the next 10 minutes, and I'll send you $100 worth of home fitness gear to help you succeed with classics like P90X, Pio, and 21 Day Fix. In fact, we have over 120 workout programs for every level of fitness, even one for beginners only. Listen, if you don't succeed, you get your money back. But keep the $100 in equipment as my gift just for trying. You've got 10 minutes, so go to body.com to sign up now. Again, that's body with an I.com.